I'm a friend of the show, Simon Fisher-Becker, and you're listening to Travelling the Vortex. Travelling the Vortex. Side trip. Everybody, this is Chrissy coming to you from Salt Lake Comic Con day one. It's the end of the day. I am exhausted beyond belief, but it's a good kind of exhausted. I spent my time at Salt Lake Comic Con today at um, in the vendors hall because, like I said before, I was working the library booth. We our library system had a booth in the vendors hall, and we shared it. I, I work for the county library, Salt Lake County Library, and we shared it with Salt Lake City Library. And they got there first and to set up because their their main branch is closer to the convention center where Comic Con was, and we had to and we from the county had to come from a little further ways away so we got in and we had to go around to the back to the loading dock to get all our stuff unloaded and thank goodness we had a little hand truck because we had a lot of stuff uh, a lot of flyers and things we were handing out and I took the hand truck in the librarian I drove with she went to go park the car she had to park a couple blocks away and I was a little nervous because I was like, I don't have my vendor's badge yet. I have my my three day pass wristband that'll get me into the to the con regular as a regular con goer. But you know, I don't know if I should be here. But people just I, I but I had the hand truck behind me and I was just pulling it up and people just waved me like, go on in, it's fine. And I didn't even get my vendor's badge till I actually got to the where the booth was because the city library people had already gotten all our badges for us, which was really nice of them. So we got all that. Then I got the booth set up, which was a little awkward because we got there a little bit after the main con floor opened. So there were people going back and forth, and I'm trying to set up, and the city library people are trying to talk to people going by, so I kind of felt a little silly. But we got it all set up, and it looks great. Uh, we have a cardboard cutout of Darth Vader, life-size cardboard cutout of Darth Vader that we brought, and uh, we came up with a really neat little caption. I don't know if you saw the pictures, but they're on my Twitter feed on Instagram, and I'll post them on my blog at some point, I'm sure. And it's it says, I find your lack of a library card disturbing. And we have, and, and Darth Vader has his hand held up a little bit and we taped a, a library card to the hand and it was kind of that was a huge hit people would walk by and say the caption in Darth Vader's voice and have a good laugh about it and I'd get we'd get to stop them and talk about the library a little bit do some outreach we didn't we, we'd get to talk to them for maybe like 20 seconds if they had a cool costume I would usually stop and say hey can I take a picture and they would they'd be more than happy to do that um oh and I I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but I think, but I actually came up with that caption for the Darth Vader cardboard cutout. There were a couple others that they they that they're going to use throughout the weekend, but I thought, hey, this is the one I thought of. We're going to use it today, and it was it it turned out to be a hit. So it was it was so much fun today. The way the way the booth our booth was set up, we were on the corner where where two ends kind of intersect, and so we would the some of us would stand on one side, the other the other people would stand on the other, and there were always two people from the city and two people from the county at the booth. Well, it wasn't a very big space, so we kind of decided, okay, we'll do this in shifts, and, you know, when, when 
when it's not our time, you know, we'll take a break every once in a while and go walk around the the floor and just see what there is to see. And there was so so much to see. Uh, we had Artist Alley was just a little ways in front of us, um, and we were kind of in the, on the edge of the main vendors area there was one that was across from us it was some video game or, or gaming company it was actually called big finish games and i had to do a double take i actually got a picture of the little piece of paper printed piece of paper that says big finish games and i think i scared some people i was like big finish and it was it was kind of it was kind of neat but it's like yeah not that big finish unfortunately but i did see plenty of doctor who stuff um just kitty corner from where our booth was there was another booth selling uh, Doctor Who toys and cardboard cutouts of the Doctor uh, the 11 and 10 and they had cardboard cutouts of the TARDIS which I was sorely tempted to get but I didn't know how I was going to haul it home so I didn't get it and honestly when I got it home I don't know where I would put it my room is not that big so it was but I got a picture of it and they also had cardboard cutouts of Harry Potter characters I just I just took pictures of them and then in the back was Autograph Alley now when after we got set up and and kind of settled in with our booth it was probably about 4 4 30 and it wasn't it, it was busy but not that busy and I and I, that's about when I took my break or my first break to go walk around the the con floor and I was back in autograph alley and the lines were not that long and I was like I I, I could see because they had they had posters of each guest that where they're signing autographs and so you could see where where everybody was and I would I was kind of looking like well are they really there or is there just not a line because I thought there were a couple autographs I wanted to get like I said in my first update um so I go up and there was uh David Yost and Walter Jones were right next to each other because they were from the original Power Rangers and I wanted to get David Yost's autograph and I kept looking and I was like is he really there or is there just no line because they if they if the guest wasn't there there would still be someone at the table to kind of tell people okay they will be they're at a panel or they're at a photo op but they will be back at such and such a time but no David and Walter were both there and what you could do is you could get there you could get an autograph with either one of them for twenty dollars and if you wanted, you could pay an extra $10 and they would pose for a photograph with you it, with your own camera at the table. And I did. I, I kind of thought it would be cool, but I decided not to spend the money because I'm trying to save for galley. But I really wanted to get David Yost's autograph. So um, there was a little bit of a line by the time I kind of figured out how the line worked. And it was it was fine because I wanted to have some some lag time to decide you know what picture I wanted to get and what I would say to him when I got up there, and there were and the people behind me we were kind of started talking like oh my gosh I watched the Power Rangers when I was a kid and I still you know I I really love it and Billy was my favorite Power Ranger and we were just kind of talking back and forth, and I was really really struck just standing in line waiting for the autograph just how much, you know you know these these shows. Yeah, the, these actors aren't in the show anymore, but we remember them from our childhood, and it was kind of a unique experience. This is so special to us. You know, even though I haven't really watched the show for so long, uh, even even the original series that I watched when I was a kid, I it still stuck with me. And when they announced that that these guys would be at this con, I just I went I was just crazy. I went I went nuts. I was so happy about it, and was planning on getting their his autograph. And I I told him as much when I got up there. I just said, you know, I was I was really excited when they announced you, you were coming. I watched the show when I was younger. That this is this is a, a I was I was really happy to meet him. And he was very David was very gracious and 
and said, well, that was very kind of you to say that. I, I'm glad I could make it and glad, glad I could come and, and, and meet all these people. And just, it was so nice, so neat to meet him and, and all that. So I got my picture or I got, I got a picture signed with him. And then I walked off and I still had maybe about 20 minutes before I had to be back at the booth, but I kind of ran back to the booth just so I, I, it was sort of home base for me because I was just, I wasn't hyperventilating as such, but I was just like, yee, had that little, those, those squee moments, and and I got back there, and and, and my my coworker was there, and she was like, well, "What have you seen? You're back soon." I'm like, nine year old me is freaking out right now," and I showed her the picture I got, and she was like, "Oh, that's cool," and she's she's a little bit older than me, um, but she's kind of my 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 age group, so she I think she kind of got it, even if it may or may not have been something she was into, but she's. The, the, um, this librarian I was working with today, she's very much into geek culture. That's kind of why we were there, because of of her efforts in the first place. So she she got it. She got what I was what I was what I was trying to do and and things. So it was it was a really neat experience. Um, I was trying to think what else I saw. Oh, speaking of autographs, and I I finally did get to meet Simon Fisher Becker. Uh, first time I went there, I went after I I went soon after I went to David Yost and he Simon wasn't there but he did have someone there manning his table is this lady that and she, and I said well when will he be back oh in about 20 minutes uh he'll he's he's doing a photo op right now but you can go down and pay I can't remember how much it was it was kind of expensive and, and get and get a picture taken with him and, and everything and this lady she was selling like a pro because when I went back to get Simon's autograph his his autographs I think were $30 um, and they, he had had the regular prints out there of, of of Dorian Maldivar and the Fat Friar that he was in Harry Potter, uh, but then there was a, there was a special con exclusive poster that one of the artists had drawn of Dorian, and and I had my I had a lanyard that says police box and I had some some Doctor Who pins I had my Dalek earrings in so this lady could tell I was a Doctor Who fan, and she was like oh and he has this picture if you it, it, and it's it's for 20 extra dollars and he'll sign that and then the artist who drew it is actually here at the convention and he'll sign it as well he's over in artist alley i mean this lady was so slick about her job she was great um and, and i kind of was like well you know i i want to get this picture with with dorium and and the doctor there was one of 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 him and matt smith so i was like i want this one she's like okay so she wasn't pushy and she you know when i made my decision i knew what i wanted and then I got up and talked to, to talk to Simon, and I said, "Simon, it's it's good to meet you. I'm so glad that you could that you could be here." Um, and I I said, "You know, you were at Gallifrey One a couple of years ago." He's like, "Yes, I do. I remember that." And I said, "You met some of my friends uh, from traveling the vortex, Sean and Mel." Like, oh, I remember them. Yes. And I, and I was telling him that you guys call him a friend of the show, Simon Fisher Becker, and he was seemed very touched by that. And he he said to to send to to send his regards to you and I I did the same I said you he, I told him he was a very excellent guest when he was on and and we we thought the world of him and we thought we thought very highly of him and he seemed very touched by that and I I asked him for a bumper which he was very gracious very kind to provide and I hope it I I, I had to I checked it a couple of times before I left to make sure it was still there and yes it was still there and and I got it up so hopefully uh, the boys will get that on this uh, on the podcast eventually I'm sure they will. They're great about it. So I got I got Simon's autograph. He was he was a fantastic fantastic person to talk to. I didn't get to talk to him for very long because there were people coming up behind him, and I'd taken enough time getting the bumper and everything. I want to talk to him more, but I wasn't able to. 
Um, but he did do a panel, and I kind of I kind of messed up my scheduling when I was signing up to volunteer to, to work at this booth today because he was doing a panel today, and I wish I could have seen it. But I heard about it from other uh, Doctor Who fans later, and he did he did the the big Doctor Who speech, and I guess it I guess it was a big hit in his panel, and he, he and I guess the crowd went wild, and I wish I could have been there, but I, I heard good things about it. So, I uh, that was that was a bad that, that was my bad on my part. I should have gone. But there were plenty of things, to, other things to see in the vendors hall. Um, they had someone brought in a TARDIS that they built, and it turned out I found out later. I got my picture in front of it, and they someone had a life-size cardboard cutout of the tenth Doctor standing next to it. I had my tenth Doctor screwdriver, so I got uh, someone took my picture with it, just with my iPhone. I think I posted it. Um, on my Instagram. So I got my picture taken with that. But then later, when I was wandering around, I met a group a, a group of people. One was cosplaying as the 10th Doctor, one as the 11th, and then the, the girl with them cosplayed as Tumblr. She wore a blue t-shirt, or a blue jacket, and uh, blue jeans, and a blue hat, and she had the tum- a, a cutout of the Tumblr logo, and she had, uh, she was carrying around with her, and then she had Tumblr written on her on on the on her shirt, and then she had on her hat the little the the toolbar that that's up at the top, and I thought that was really clever. But anyway, this group of kids, they I, I was saying, oh, I love your Doctor Who costumes and everything, and and the Tumblr thing's cool, and and they're like, oh, did you see the TARDIS in the middle? And I said, yeah, and they're like, yeah, we helped build that, and um apparently, and I've seen this before on Facebook. Some of my friends, uh, there there's a city just north of Salt Lake, probably a half hour. So- north of Salt Lake called Bountiful and this these people who live in Bountiful built this TARDIS and it's sitting in their driveway um, so people who are going by in the neighborhood will stop and take their picture next to the TARDIS they're like oh my gosh the doctor is in your driveway how cool is that so the, so they brought the TARDIS from their driveway to the con and were having people take pictures with it there's actually a sign next to it it's just sitting in in this kind of this open space in the middle of the vendors hall and there's a sign that says yes you can take pictures of this and there's not like anything roped off or anything you just go up and take your picture with it and they're not charging for anything there is somebody there you know sitting there making sure that you know nothing breaks or or people don't vandalize it or anything like that but it was it was so it was so neat so cool um i have to think what else to talk about oh weta workshop weta workshop was amazing they had this whole big area staked out for them and it looked like a miniature museum piece i'm not even kidding they had they had they had the big sign that said weta that's that's dang, that, that, that's hanging from the ceiling and then they have they have kind of these rugs on the floor, and then they have this this one section where you can tell that's sort of their back room, quote unquote. But it's but it's designed to look like the opening uh, or the or the walls around um, the dwarf city, um, the Lonely Mountain. Now I can't think of what it's called, where where Thorin and all his friend, all his his gang are from. But it and it is just it is beautiful. It is just so cool. They're, they they have it designed, and I have pictures. I'll I'll post them because I can't really describe this. But they have they have like display cases with with weapons that they have designed for the characters. There was Thorin's sword, or Orcrist. I think that's Thorin's sword. They had some of the dwarf axes, uh, some elf bows, and, and and a bunch of other things that they've done, and it's set into the these these um, stone quote unquote. Um, 
glass cases and the and on the and on the columns in between each glass case there is a a a statue of a dwarf of the dwarf design set into the stone is really cool and then on top of this thing there's a big statue of gandalf on one side and then there's thorin on the other and then down on the floor, they had a Gollum statue, which people were taking pictures of, of themselves with it. And I got my picture taken with it, which was cool. And then they had some smaller glass cases of models of the different characters. Um, there was there were some from Lord of the Rings. There was a, a replica of Bilbo's contract with the dwarves to join to join Thorin's company. And I was just reading the whole thing. It was so cool, and I got I got chills looking at it. It was it was so neat. And then there was a another case with models of of the characters from The Hobbit. And there was Radagast. There was Gandalf, uh, Thorin. I need to go back because I didn't really see a Bilbo. Now that I think about it, I can't remember seeing one, which kind of surprised me. I'm sure there is one. I just didn't. I just missed it. But then this one, and you could buy all these. I mean, they're like five hundred dollars, but you could buy them and bring them home and put them on your mantelpiece and there was one huge one of of the goblin of a goblin on one of those white wolf thingies and i can't remember what they're called i'm so horrible now and it was huge and you it was it was a thousand bucks easily i'm sure and and this is the first day of the con keep in keep this in mind so i'm looking at all these things and they each have price tags next to them but by this huge warg that is actually looking like it's going to attack somebody over over the little pla- the, the little placard that had the price, it said sold out, and you know go to this website to join the waitlist. And I was looking at that like first day of the con, you've already sold out of that particular model. That is amazing. And it, I mean, and it's not like it was a Hobbit or or one of the dwarves or Gandalf or anything. It was a it was a warg with a goblin riding him, and it was it was kind of funny. So we were, some of us kind of exclaimed over that and things. And then there was the big, the big scary goblin, um, the one at the end of the movie with the, with the hook hand and not, not the, not the warty goblin king. It's the other one. Gosh, I can't remember what they're called. I need to watch that movie again. And it was where it was placed. It was standing, it looks like it was standing over the corner of where these two aisles intersected. And people were like looking up and taking pictures. It's actually it 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 was probably one of the first pictures I saw of the Weta Workshop display because they were posting it on Facebook last night, just as they were getting getting all the things set up. And and every at that corner, everybody was stopping to take pictures, looking up, and there was there was some gridlock there, which was okay, because um, it it was just cool to see that whole big thing. And I was I was just floored by by how much stuff that they had there. And it, it, like I said, it, it was like a museum, a, a miniature museum right there in the middle, smack dab in the middle of the vendor's hall and the convention. So that was that was really neat. Um, so, so back at the library booth, like I talked and talked and talked to so many people today just about library stuff, you know. And, and it was cool because... People, we we had some little freebies like pencils and, and notebooks and just just little things and bookmarks to give out with our website on them, to give out to people, to promote the library. And I mean, you're in the vendors hall and people are selling stuff and and they're like, "Is are, are all these free?" And like, "Yeah, take them, take them." And I would tell the city had these little um, blank sketch pad notebook things, and I would tell the kids if you meet someone famous, have them sign it, you know, just kind of as a joke. And they would laugh and go, ha ha. Um, we'd have some people stop and take picture, take a picture with the Darth Vader cardboard cutout. Um, 
there were there were tons of really neat cosplayers there uh, for Doctor Who cosplayers. Mo- most of what I saw was um, was the eleventh and tenth Doctor. I did see a few Tom Baker scarves and and some some of that. I did. There were some really cool Dalek dresses. These girls that they stopped by the library booth. I was like Daleks. They're like yay Daleks, and I and we we kind of geeked out over that. Um, there was a Sherlock that stopped by a, a, a femme Sherlock, and that was cool. And there was um, Turbo from Wreck It Ralph. She's there, there was a girl do- dressed up like him, and she would go Turbo Tastic, and I we 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 we'd squee over that. Um, and then there was a girl with her. She was with her mom and her siblings. Uh, she was dressed up as Korra from the Legend of Korra. It's, it's, it's the Avatar: The Last Airbender sequel. And I was excited about that. Like that looks so so neat. And she she was probably like maybe sixteen, seventeen, and she was really cool. She she saw that and and her mom had on a Doctor Who T-shirt. I can't remember which one, but it, she was. They, we were we were talking about Doctor Who a little bit, and the the mom said, "Yeah, I I've been a Doctor Who fan for a while. I'm getting my daughter, my my trying to get my kids into it, and and my daughter here, the the girl that was dressed up like Cora, she is she's just getting into the new series into into Christopher Eccleston. I was like, oh, do you like it? She's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And um, I said, well, do you do you ever listen to podcasts at all? And she's like. No, but you know it might be something kind of cool. And I, I had my, I had my little business cards that I had that I've just, I mean, I'm not selling anything or anything, but I just have my blog and my Twitter handle and Tumblr and say, hey, this is me, you know, come find me online. And on the back, I printed off, um, you know, check out my friends traveling the vortex, and I have the the website on there. And it's like, you know, this podcast is really cool because, kind of when I was starting out, I would listen to podcasts, but a lot of them were podcasts that knew everything and they would they would make references to things I didn't know about yet and I was a little nervous about it but this podcast right here is actually the premise of it is 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 two two friends introducing two friends who have been Doctor Who fans for a while introducing another friend who is brand new to Doctor Who to Doctor Who and and they would you know talk about the reviews and stuff and I was like this is perfect for someone just learning about it and who wants to get into it and you know and they they talk about other things and and they're really silly but they're a lot of fun so give it a try and I would I I would tell people about it um so so that was that was a lot of fun I so hopefully we get some new listeners hi guys I hope you don't think I was too weird when I was trying to talk to you about the library or the podcast or any of my other stuff that I was doing. So anyway, tomorrow I'm hoping to get on in on some panels. I hope I don't have to be on my feet too much, but maybe I will because I'll be in lines anyway trying to get into panels. Um, I was trying to think what else there was. Oh, when I was when I was by the booth or when I was in the, in the booth, we were next to it's called Salty City Film Festival. I think they're kind of a horror film festivals kind of the vibe I got from them this is the first I've heard of them and they were doing they were doing like special makeup sessions like you could go sit in their chair and she would like paint on a bullet hole or a, or a stab wound on you or something and it was kind of neat to to watch these people like watch little kids would come and get some like scar on their arm or whatever or she would kind of talk about doing makeup so I could I, I had like one ear on what she was talking about but then I would smell this like whatever the makeup was that had that smell it it's like it, it was it smelled like like rubber cement maybe it was rubber cement but she was spraying it. it it was like a really strong hairspray or something and i would just i could smell it and i'd just get lightheaded and i was just like i gotta go sit down um so we had i had that going on 
which I, I didn't mind it because it didn't happen very often, but when it did happen, I was just kind of like, oh gosh, this stuff stinks. So that was my that was my other little um, experience with our with our booth neighbors. So so that's that was a lot of fun. But you know, what? The, this whole the whole experience was just so cool. I just just seeing all these things and and all the things that, that have been able to come. I you know, like I said, this is my first big Comic Con. Um, and it's it, it is an is an amazing experience. They were very well run, very well organized. Uh, even even when we had to we had part of the carpet was coming up by our by our booth, and we had to and people were tripping over it. And we could see them, and some people were like, "Hey, can you do something about this?" Like we're not we're not part of the con. We're just here as a vendor. So I had to go to the information booth and tell them, "Hey," and this is like probably like close to eight o'clock. And, and they actually extended the hours of the con because people weren't going home. They were they were supposed to end at eight, and they they extended it by like a half hour. Then finally they had to flash lights like everybody go home, but they said it nicer than that. But anyway, so it's about eight o'clock, and people are tripping over this bit of carpet that's come up that wasn't taped down very well. So I go over to the information and find a find one of the con staff and say, hey, this is going on over by our booth. They're like, yeah, we're not it. We can't do anything about that. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, you see that over there, and there was another booth that was some engineering something. Their union, they left two hours ago. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And 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 these guys that, that, that left, they're the ones that put all the booths up. They put the carpet down on the floor, and they get really mad if you touch it and don't, if, if, you, if you try to fix something, like fixing the carpet. But I'm like, but people are tripping over it. Come see. And the guy came with me, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is bad. And so, and he, 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 I mean, he was like, yeah, we need to fix this, but he wasn't sure what to do. So finally, uh, like, like we would have our staff try to stand on the carpet just so people wouldn't trip over it, but then they trip over it anyway, because they're trying to get around us. So finally, um, it was like emergency paramedics came and cause, cause someone told them, Hey, this is this is a hazard. This is a liability waiting to happen. They finally came and just put duct tape down on the floor to keep the carpet down. <laughs> and it was like you had to go get the paramedics to put down some duct tape so people wouldn't trip over the carpet. Okay. So I was like, well, whatever works cuz people people were it was it was a problem. But it was just kind of funny that they had to go to such lengths to do that. So so anyway, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign off and send this in, and hopefully you will hear this. Uh, you'll probably hear this while I am in a panel, I hope, um, tomorrow. I I hope you've enjoyed these updates. I've enjoyed talking about them, because who doesn't love the sound of their own voice, really? Uh, but no, I it, this is, this is a, a real treat for me to get to do this. So, on behalf of Traveling the Vortex, this is Chrissy from Salt Lake Comic Con. And I will be back tomorrow with more updates. Until then, bye-bye!